everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Guidance with Grace. I am Grace, and we are continuing our self-care series on, or our self-care series, and today we're actually talking about aromatherapy. I am sitting sitting next to my teacher, uh, (laughs) Jeannie Faulkner. She is an adjunct faculty member. She's a faculty advisor in massage therapy. Welcome. Thank you so much, Grace. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this one. Um, We were actually just kind of chatting everybody about um, aromatherapy is definitely related to essential oils, and I think a lot of people... um, have heard about essential oils in some fashion because they're very trendy, but we're going to save that for a part two Mm -hmm. and really just focus on what is happening with aromatherapy and really not just the benefits, but because there are benefits, it's also been used for so long. I I think that's why it's often talked about with different um, conditions or different professions in massage therapy you have like aromatherapy massage yes um so but I first want you to kind of talk about what your history is in the field of wellness Mm um sure thank you I appreciate that yeah well I've been a massage therapist for about 15 years now and um I uh I've always that was a midlife career change actually (laughs) I was in marketing before that but but I've always been interested in wellness and have studied um I started out with herbalism and then Mm -hmm. when I was in massage school I learned about Ayurveda um, just one day of uh, in massage school and it kind of hooked me that's a the 5,000 year old system of medicine from India yes so um which is also becoming trendy again it is people are getting into that yeah Mm -hmm. i think we're right on the cusp of of especially in the u.s people Mm -hmm. are starting to uh know what the term means or or you know uh, it used to be that i'd talk to people about it and they're like i don't what is that that? yeah Yeah. so now it's it's it is gaining popularity i think it's gonna spike Um, Mm -hmm. so i'm really happy about that yeah yeah so do you use aromatherapy with your massage practice i do i do I um, I do it in a, in several ways. Sometimes I'll um, just add a few drops of essential oil to my massage oil, but mm-hmm. I really like to infuse my oils uh, mm-hmm. with the plant material as well. Yeah. So without using essential oils, I'll use some lavender for my garden and, and do a, a nice infusion of the oil, just kind of let it sit in the oil for mm-hmm. a few days. Just the plain massage oil, mm-hmm. and you just add it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which just is put probably in a mason jar, super easy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, especially if you're growing it, like <coughs> that's just real easy to just grab some. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there. So I guess let's kind of talk about the def- definition of aromatherapy, sure, and yeah. maybe the history about it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> aromatherapy. I mean that. I'm not sure when that uh, that name was or the term was was coined, but uh, we can think about the history of using aromas to affect uh, the physi- the physiology or right. um, to affect you in a way uh, like a spiritual aspects of it. I mean, we can look back thousands of years. Right. Uh, and you were even mentioning like it's mentioned in the Bible. Uh, right. Sandalwood is a common one that's mm-hmm. uh, brought up. And mm-hmm. is it considered part of ayurvedic medicine you know it is used in ayurvedic uh, medicine yeah. herbal or the the uh, herbs are a big piece of that so using mm-hmm. plant material is a big piece of it and um they knew how to um, distill the the root or the the bark from the sandalwood trees or from roses you know how to 
how to use the petals and make an essential oil out of that um, thousands of years ago. So that was that their out. medicine. That Absolutely. was how they fixed different things. Sure. They didn't have all of this sciencey medical side. Yeah. Um, and it's been working. Right. You know, it's proven to work for different conditions mm -hmm. and different areas um, have different plants. And mm -hmm. of course, different people use different things throughout history. Mm -hmm. But there are proven benefits. Mm -hmm. um, so can you talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the things that happen physiologically. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you were talking, you said the lymph system? Limbic system. Limbic yes. system. I yes. can't remember what you were talking about. Mm. Yeah, right. not the lymph, but right. the limbic system. Yeah. And what is that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For us listeners, <laughs> I remember the word from school years oh, ago. Right. But well, I, I, you know, it's kind of your emotional center of your brain. Yes. Yeah. So if you think about it, it's almost um, the beauty of scent and uh, what our bodies can do with it. You know, say you smell a rose, you know, it, it'll, it has a direct line to that emotional center mm -hmm. where the sense of touch or, you know, any of our other senses um, go through a different pathway, basically. Mm -hmm. But that's why we have scent memories, you know, if yeah. you like we were talking about earlier, yeah. like, you know, you walk into a room and you think of your grandma and then it's like, First you think grandma, and then you think, why? Oh, it smells like her perfume in here, right? Right, yes. So That's so it, funny that happened. We both said grandma at the yeah. same time <laughs> earlier, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, and scent mm -hmm. memories are very strong, at least for me. I, I don't know. I, I think it would be very interesting to not have this capability to smell mm -hmm. uh, because I think that affects so much. It affects, you know, if you're hungry, if something right. smells gross, it you're not going to be hungry. That's the last thing on your mind. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. So there's definitely a lot, uh, I think, that has to do. But also thinking about kind of d different special conditions, like any type mm -hmm. of respiratory condition, mm -hmm. um, maybe asthma. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not entirely sure. But I know for allergies, personally, I have... Um, benefited from just sm smelling peppermint oil sure. just to clear out my nose opens when it's it itchy. right up right yeah and mm -hmm. that's a I think a very commonly mm -hmm. used uh, just peppermint in general whether or not you're mm -hmm. using the mint leaf mm -hmm. or if you're using an oil mm -hmm. I, it has so many benefits I've had chronic headaches like migraine level mm -hmm. um, I probably the listeners have heard me talk about it many times, mm -hmm. uh, but I did. And peppermint oil is like one of the only solutions because I'm not going to pop four ibuprofens a day just to maybe get rid of my headache. Right. Right. But mm -hmm. rubbing some peppermint oil or putting peppermint just around me. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Are, are there any other specific conditions that you know aromatherapy can help yeah. condition wise? I mean, Condition-wise, uh, you know, it depends on the oil. But mm -hmm. if you, I mean, if, if you had an aromatherapy book and you're looking through it, you could probably find something for almost every condition. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Respiratory issues, eucalyptus oil is is one of the go-tos mm -hmm. for that. Um, also, um, some endocrine uh, issues, which we can get into next time if we want to talk about specific oils. Um, <clears throat> anything from... Well, I, I like to talk about lavender oil a lot because it's so common. It's like yeah. the go-to, but it's an antimicrobial, antifungal, antiviral, yeah. shingles. I mean, I just learned it could help with skin stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. It's that. like nature's medicine chest. I honestly, I always, I don't have it with me right this second, but I almost always have thing. it on, especially when I'm traveling. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you get a mosquito bite or you get a headache or, mm -hmm. you know, any of these things. 
lavender usually is the, is the key one. Yeah, that is very interesting because I think often, and I'm guilty when mm. you think of lavender, it's like, oh, calming. You can go to sleep. You can mm. relax. Sure, it's great. Which for that. is great for that, but I think it it has so many um, benefits outside mm. of that that are overlooked. Yeah, and they they have done some studies. You can find some really nice peer reviewed studies on on the effects of of lavender essential oil and the. Mm-hmm. amazing properties it has so if yeah. you're just going to pick one <laughs> that's my go-to go it's one. always like oh this smells like genie in here you know yeah. it's always <laughs> like my signature scent because I'm you know always using it yeah, yeah. that's funny <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be my scent memory <laughs> right exactly <laughs> think of you <laughs> that's great yours will be peppermint right, right. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I would walk into work and people will like I would have it all over just yeah, everything right, I just right. just dive right into the peppermint oil when mm-hmm. I had a headache mm-hmm. people would be like oh Grace has a headache today they would smell me coming <laughs> <laughs> they know yes yeah, yeah. so that yeah. might be for some of my coworkers. Uh-huh. so I have on here relaxation stress relief mm-hmm. it can help us sleep your mood it can mm-hmm. kind of be uplifting encouraging sure uh what other benefits do you find that help with that aromatherapy can help with? Mm-hmm. And maybe some of the uncommon mm-hmm. things. Sometimes um, circulatory issues can mm-hmm. be helped um, with with both blood and I work a lot in my practice with uh, manual lymph drainage, so working with the lymphatic system. Mm. And I've found that um, we know that grapefruit uh, pith is helpful. Eating that with um, with to help move the lymph that bitter taste is really good mm-hmm. but the scent of of grapefruit essential oil seems to help when i do that and do that type of massage or just using that externally um using a few drops in a massage oil of essential oil can be helpful um even with self-massage you don't have to you know go get a massage you mm-hmm. can do this for yourself and um, within 20 minutes it'll be in your in your entire system so Whatever you're just by with. applying it topically. Applying it topically. Grapefruits are very strong <coughs> one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. I know that. Kind of as a side note, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. for some people who maybe take medications, certain medications, y- yeah. you have to be careful with. Be really fruit. careful. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, just because it enhances mm-hmm. things. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if you're taking medications, it would make your medication more intense, right. and your doctor might not always want that mm-hmm. for you. Right. So maybe checking if you do use grapefruit. I know that one specifically. Um, and you just have to be careful. Absolutely. Especially with essential you oil, you oh. know. Yeah, and you always want to check your, your contraindications f- for those. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like all of the uh, all of the citrus oils will cause might cause photosensitivity. So if you go, oh, if yeah. you're using it on your skin, you go out in the sun, you might have, a, a, yeah. you know, a reaction to that. So just, just a lot of things that you'd want to look out for. Right. You know, and I think the important part of it is definitely looking to – Make sure that you're educated. We're here as kind of a nice stepping stone. And aromatherapy is a really great option for a lot of those things. But making sure that you're asking some of the other professionals. Mm -hmm. um, What route would you suggest if somebody was interested in finding out more? Because I I was talking to Jeannie earlier. She's like, I couldn't find like a lot of people mm-hmm. who I would who would be a professional talking about aromatherapy or essential oils mm-hmm. because there's a lot of companies out there that people are getting paid to market the product. Right. And I, I wanted to get away from that because 
their intentions are different, not that mm-hmm. they're bad, mm-hmm. uh, but they might not be as educated. And right. so you, with all of the education that you have, certifications, degrees, mm-hmm. whatever, right. cohesively, it really does come together because you've also practiced. So how could fun mm-hmm. somebody find somebody like you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, I, I would definitely look for um, an affiliation with um, – uh, with a guild or a, a, an organization. So there's the American Herbalist Guild. There's um, a sort of, you can look for certified aromatherapists in your area. Um, I like, I, I, I would, I would look for someone who has a lot of experience in something with, with working with plants. You know, you'd want to have mm-hmm. somebody. And also uh, within those certifications, you want, uh, you want to make sure that that, uh, that process that they're getting, uh, they've got a lot. They know the human body. So you want to know that this person gets it, like gets the physiology, understands the anatomy and physiology of the body as well. Yes. So maybe a dual certification. There's no governing body in the U.S., governing body for aromatherapy mm-hmm. or herbalism right now. But there are a lot of good um, <coughs> places that you can go and be trained. So you just want to kind of just do your homework. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. In Europe, it's it's well governed and, and seen as a part of, of you know modern medicine as allopathy. You know they just work hand in hand. But here, they right, they're not as integrated. We right. were talking <laughs> about that in our class earlier today and even last week, just mm-hmm. how things aren't as integrated over here in the U.S. Yeah, things are very separated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does make it a challenge. But I think uh, a great takeaway for um, kind of next steps for aromatherapy use, whether it's in your house, you know, doing diffusing something, putting it on a salt lamp, putting it topically on your body. I think it's really important to do your research. And even though it's not as integrated, you know, mentioning it to your doctor that you are using that, I think if anything, they'll put a note in your chart and, mm-hmm. you know, just know that for next time, unless there's something, you know, immediately. Mm-hmm you know, concerning to them, like a grapefruit, mm-hmm. you know, great using grapefruit juice or eating it. Some mm-hmm. people just can't even eat it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I think that's definitely important. And I, I do mm-hmm. want to acknowledge just that communication with your doctor is important, mm-hmm. even if you want to take more holistic steps. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And make sure that you, and you, you also take charge of your own health as well. Yeah. I mean, let your doctor know for sure. And, but then also, have a, a good, complete understanding. Educate yourself on what you're using. Because yes. not every oil is, um, they're con- like we, we talked earlier about how concentrated they are. So I mean, it is just, they can burn the skin. Even peppermint oil, you think, oh, it's just peppermint. Mm-hmm. But if you drop a little on someone's skin who's sensitive to that, straight mm-hmm. out of the bottle, it, it could burn. So, you know, um, and, and. I mean, they even make essential oil from mustard. Can you imagine? So, you know, (laughs) right. You don't want to use that, but you know, that's like, (laughs) so, um, but I'm just saying, you know, it could be anything with a volatile oil in it can be used as, you know, made into Mm -hmm. essential oil. Yeah, just definitely Mm -hmm. doing your education, educating yourselves. Mm -hmm. Was there anything else that you thought would be kind of important for the aromatherapy aspect? And then we can do a part two for actual oils. Yeah. Um, well, I just think, like you mentioned before, using it for in different ways. You mentioned putting it on a salt lamp or a diffuser. Mm-hmm. Um, just there's um, also, I use in my practice something called Marma therapy, which is an Ayurvedic treatment mm-hmm. using points in the body, kind of, it's almost like acupressure points, but they're okay. just from a different tradition. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and just using a little bit of oil on each one of those points, the oil can help um, bring healing to that area, whatever that might be. So there's so many different ways you can use essential oils. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be just, uh, you know, it, there's just so many ways. I would just watch and not ingest essential oils because they are so concentrated. They but are concentrated, right. Go to, yeah. the, go to the source if you want to yeah. ingest it. <laughs> That's go right. to the whole food source. Right. I'm We're very yeah. much on whole foods on, on this podcast. Yeah. We had one earlier called, if, if it doesn't grow, it's got to go. I love it. <laughs> My coworker great. Jason has coined the term. Got to trademark it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll definitely uh, stay tuned for a part two on essential oils. We'll dive into some of those commonly one, commonly known essential oils, as well as maybe the ones that you might not think about, or like lavender, you might not even realize all that it can do yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. definitely stay tuned for that um that's all we've got for today i'm grace i'm Jeannie, (laughs) and we'll see you guys in a week